It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey, Vanessa Ragland. Hey, we've got a cloudy with a chance of spaghetti sauce. <laughs> Meatballs, I think you made. <laughs> You're right, I do. Uh, uh, you might hear my dog snorting in the background. Yeah, her dog. <laughs> hey, who let the dogs out? Woof, who? Woof, 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 woof. woof. <laughs> uh, Thank you guys for coming and listening to the show. This is episode 99. Whoa, that is so close to the number 100. You know, period. we've had 99 episodes and, and a, bitch a bitch ain't, ain't one. one. Hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. We didn't even talk about we that. We didn't before. talk about that. That just happened. That's, <laughs> see, guys, really that's what good. the show is all about. Well, obvious, obvious jokes. Hey, cornbread. <laughs> There's a dog on my lap right now. Yeah, it's really cute. Uh, we're so glad you're here. We're so glad it's the 99th episode, and we love it. It's a really good one. We have wonderful, sweet, beautiful guests. Yeah, really, my really, God. really cool. Cool peeps. We also want to give a big shout-out. We're usually listener-supported, and we appreciate everything you guys do for we us. We sure do. At popmyculturepodcast.com. Yeah, there's a donate button there. Yeah. Click that. And this episode, we're lucky enough to have a wonderful sponsor who is some great guys that are also our friends, Tonks. It's coffee, people. Yep, T-O-N-X. It's damn good coffee. And you can go to tonks.org to learn about it. But basically, you don't have to be like a fancy barista or anything to make delicious coffee at home. You just have to have good beans. That's right. And these guys get beans from all over the world. Yeah. So really good stuff. So if you go to tonks.org, yep. uh, enter in the code PMC, I believe. Mm-hmm, that is it. You, just PMC, not just PMC. I believe. <laughs> it's just PMC. <laughs> PMC, I believe, is the code that you should put. PMC. Uh, you can get a free, uh, free sample. sample. And this is subscription-based coffee. So they'll send you a sample, but the way it works is every month they're going to send you a different roast that was fresh roasted, and it's really exciting. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so thank you, Tonks. <laughs> thank you so much. Yep. Uh, we're saving our thank yous until our next episode, which is episode 100. 100. With, Balloons are falling from the ceiling. We're, we actually are recording this back-to-back with yep. it, so it's safe to announce who it is, yes. which we kind of already did on Twitter anyways. <gasps> Weird Al! We were both so excited and nerdy the whole episode. Yep. Weird Al is our 100th episode and guest. And delightful. And it's great. So look for that very soon. Yep. Um, but first, listen to this one. Because right? this one is equally wonderful. It's really good. And if yeah. you like the show, go to iTunes, leave us a review. It helps us to get more ears to the show. Yep. And you can always write us at info at popmyculturepodcast.com and we will write you back. Yep. We'll send you an electronic mail, they That's call right. it. That's right. That's right. Or a carrier pigeon. Whatever we can you find never first. Know. <laughs> always an email. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to these great guests, shall we? Let's do it. Here we go. Our guests today, well, we got two great guests for one low price. Whoa. Well, we <laughs> Free. did. It wasn't that low. Was it? Oh, I paid them. <laughs> you? <laughs> a lot. What's the going rate? I can't tell All you. All right. <laughs> box of coffee, right? Yes. That's right. A box of coffee. Slender That's box true. of coffee, actually. <laughs> uh, our two guests today, uh, well, you know her from True Blood. She plays Jessica on the show, Deborah Ann Wall, and hey EJ Hi. Scott. Hello. Who is uh, in the midst of doing twelve marathons in twelve months oh, in you. one year? Uh, it's also you guys my boyfriend, here. and Whoa. also <laughs> holding hands. All right, no. <laughs> this is and the most romantic episode. <laughs> I did have culture. candles going before you guys came over, and then you, you smelled that we blew them out, which was even weirder than having candles going. I was like, did you just blow out a bunch of candles? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's a birthday party or something. <laughs> you walk in, you're like, what are they covering up? <laughs> oh, nothing. Welcome. Uh, don't mind the floorboards. There. <laughs> <laughs> there will be random mariachis coming through periodically. People offering roses. Aww. It's going to be nice. That would be a nice service. That would be nice. That makes me more uncomfortable than excited when someone 
like is getting a rose at a table. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to make you feel good, but it's just like, oh, please. Oh, no. I think we should tell our Vegas rose story. Yeah. I was oh, just that. That. oh, you can tell. She should likes I do the story. It, um, it makes me uh, embarrassed, <laughs> but, she, but she likes the story. We were, it was like the first year for six months of dating, and we went to Vegas. And neither of us are gamblers, so we didn't even put a nickel in a slot or anything. It was our, it was our first he, time uh, in Vegas. Yeah. Whoa, together? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. It was a fun trip, even it though was. like we had a crappy hotel room. It was really kind of, everything went wrong. At least it was expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> but, God. Uh, what, 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 what place was it? Sahara, which I think oh, is Sahara, gone. Yeah. I think. Is it? Yeah. I think it somebody told me it's gone. No. Overpriced for what we got. <clears> but uh, he saw one of the people with the roses across the room, and he calls me, and he goes, oh, how much are those roses? She said something like $12. He went, oh, never mind. <laughs> Right in it was front like of me. Single roses wrapped in plastic. And I've gotten those before in like 7 Eleven. Right. And you, and you open them up and the petals immediately fall off. So I'm like, I'm not going to risk. That you just for get to watch it. Like, oh, okay. To be like, he That's was going to buy me. Right. <laughs> instead, I'll get, I, instead, I got a beer. I'm cheaper. What would your going price have been that you're like, okay. Like you a dollar? Been, what was, what was I worth? Four dollars. <laughs> You'd only been dating a few months. He <laughs> yeah. can't commit. That was the Four dollars. You give a five. You tip a dollar, and you look like you know <laughs> you you're really like generous. Cole, Cole knows yeah. what I'm talking. But twelve about. is just like that's far above market value. Away with you! <laughs> what, what? You trying to extort me? I mean, I know it's Vegas, but Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Do stuff. I get like a show with it? Or something? <laughs> You get a margarita for free in 45 minutes and you stand there and continue to play the nickel slot. It's going to be watered down. Even like a free pull on a slot machine or something. Well, you, something you, like you that. You get something free from me later. Then. Oh. Still got it, though. Like, boom. Still got it. Basically, oh, I'm a whore. Rose, right? <laughs> it was Vegas. Every man's dream anecdote. <laughs> So the moral of the story is, if someone presents you with a $12 rose, just buy it. Yes. Oh, well, no. You know, I, I can make up for it because my final marathon is in Vegas That's in right. two weeks, two weeks and two days. Roses have gone up in price, though. Oh, shit. They're like, yeah. they're like thirteen fifty now. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Inflation. Forget it. That was a nice thought. But. That's right. <clears throat> well, guys, some sad news today. Oh, I know. Really sad news. started off so sad. Uh, no, is this about Twinkies? Yeah. It is. Okay, oh. I don't know what's going on. I just saw a bunch here's, of Here's Twitter what's going on. Hostess- Cole, well, let me just start it off with Cole is upset. He came in the house all befuddled and confused. Uh, I think you're ever selling <laughs> you that. You were uh, angry he's also wearing and sad. A, he's wearing a pizza on his shirt. Yeah. That's true. I am. He's quite a guy, this I guy. I am. <laughs> I okay. figure if, you know, if I put on like 20, 30 more pounds that I can get a sitcom with a hot wife. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? You know, you're making a lot of sense. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so, my language. so Hostess is bankrupt. They're dead. They're done. They, they wow. did. They declared bankruptcy like a year ago, and then they they thought they were going to pull out of it, but now they're done. So they've halted production. They're shutting down, Wait, which means... that story came about even sadder. It started with a worker strike, right? Yeah. And so a bunch of their employees went on strike to try to get better wages and better treatment, and they're like, eh, you guys got to come back to work. We're really in trouble. And they're still on their strike, so then... Everybody lost their job. Hostess is gone. Oh, my God. Yep. Moral of the story, never stand up for your rights, Norma Ray. Yep. You shut right. up and you get your shit done. You better hope little Debbie's hiring. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically they're done, which means that whatever products are on the shelf now and whatever else they've still baked and haven't shipped is it. 
then that's nice. they're done. So well, I don't know. I think it's well, isn't and like Twinkie's supposed to be? That's like the food of the apocalypse. Yeah, the like, uh, indestructible like, the right. Take us through yeah. the dark. Cockroaches time. and Twinkies will survive the nuclear holocaust, but now they can't what? survive now a labor strike. Oh what my gosh! I guess we just go quickly into that night. Here's the thing. So people now, of course, are freaking out and like people, including Cole, who went to five stores this morning. Two, two. Obese people. So I decided I was like, well, I was going over to the mall to buy a movie ticket for tonight, anyways. And I was like, oh, I'm going to stop by this store. Like, I'll just buy one thing of Twinkies just because I like them. Don't try to make this sound like it was just casual. Well, then it became then it became a quest. At first, it started casual. You're like you're like Woody Harrelson in Zombieland, just looking for that. Exactly. It started casual. I walked in there and I was like, the entire hostess section. This is at a Gelson's, which is not exaggerating. More upscale shoppers who wouldn't care about Twinkies. It's completely empty, like nothing. There's nothing there, and I was like, oh, it starts. This you, weren't, is, you weren't nerd enough. This is what it's going like to be. 5 so then, and this is like at 11 a.m. and the story had broken like three or four hours earlier, right? And I was like, oh, okay. I guess this is going to be a thing now. So then I was like, oh, I'll just stop by Ralph's because that's nearby. And Windows I went there, smashed. Went into Ralph's. Yes, everywhere. people. It was like Y2K <laughs> all over again. Um, so I went to the hostess section there, and like the normal Twinkies are gone. They had some of the chocolate filled Twinkies, which I was like, no, no, thank you. And then a couple of the other products. So I grabbed like one thing of Ding Dongs. I was like, eh, those are all right. You got to. But then I went back to get some milk <laughs> at the dairy case, and they had one of those little like side rack things that had like the individual ones on it, and they had a bunch there. Score. Of the normal Twinkies. And they were like on sale for like a dollar instead of a dollar sixty nine. So I bought ten packages of two. <laughs> so I have twenty Twinkies to last me. The rest of Eternity. Less of eternity. Congratulations. Things gluten free chicks like us don't right, have to worry. I, exactly. I can't have dairy, can't have gluten. Doesn't affect oh, you're, you're gluten free too. Yep. Yeah. Oh and what's hilarious about, it, about the Twinkies <laughs> is it says like Best Buy December 12th on it. And I was like, <laughs> I thought these lasted for like years. Forever. It actually does. I don't know. If it, it doesn't have a year, year, you're you're good, fairness, it, says, it says Best Buy that day. You can still eat That's it afterwards. Yeah. It's just losing a little something. A little bit. Maybe a little fluffiness or something. Do you guys? have fond memories of Twinkies or I mean, maybe the Hostess cupcakes I can remember having oh, yeah. those when I was younger I think I was all little Debbie products okay. I, I liked th- the Star Crunch I think I like the um, I think Hostess makes these the, the, the they're almost like cup- like chocolate cupcakes with the frosting and the white swirl yeah in those the are the yeah. Hostess cupcakes yeah, yeah you guys had yeah, more in common than you even knew who knew yeah. look at that yeah I used to tear off the, the top and eat it by its own you and monster. slurp the <laughs> White stuff out. It was disgusting. See, women everywhere. Because I like the cake more than the frosting. Oh, there you go. look at that. No. You could do the top. I could do the bottom. I think it's just the idea of yeah, like... Yeah, you could. Welcome to I, Vegas. I probably get Twinkies like once a year. Like I don't eat them that often. When I was a kid, I had them in my lunches a lot. Like I used to eat them when I was a kid, but I don't eat them that much. But just the idea of like, I can't have these anymore, which is it's just something You're weird about like... I need that gas. I need to person. have... I need to... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can smell it on you and it's scary to me. I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for you, <laughs> but I'll be all right when they're gone. I won't be that upset about it. Uh, okay. But I also had a hard time in like, all right, we'll be okay. So there oh, no, we're still <laughs> talking. About it. There were these these certs made these this product for a little while. It was called certs powerful mints that came in this little plastic case that could go in your pocket. They weren't loud. They're tiny and they're great. There was a and, padded, and I so- used to love those. And then those stupid fucking listerine breath strips came around, oh. and basically they stopped making those mints thing because everybody wanted those little breath strips even though they just congeal into one giant strip and they're They're like the apple of breath products (laughs) yeah exactly so they stopped making these search powerful mints things so like i totally stockpiled them on ebay and i had them for years until they're gone now you can't get them anywhere well that's a good question then what's what's going to take the place of the twinkie who's going to step up with the new with the new snack how about how some healthy 
What about the movie <laughs> if there's oh, some yeah, help? Cole said there's other. a theory yeah, that Michelle hilarious. Obama was behind this. People are <laughs> tweeting angrily about Michelle Obama's Healthy Food Initiative or whatever. <laughs> At the being responsible for they the should have voted for Romney. Yeah, yeah. Took yeah. Down they made it happen. So you know, close. I was thinking like <laughs> when you were saying the hostess went up, I thought like, oh wow, that's really good because that means people are getting healthier and eating less. And yeah. because I, I used to be a fat guy, a very fat guy, and uh, so I'm trying to myself be a healthier person and it's really hard with all these extra temptations around yeah. and everything. So I'm like, sweet. Hostess one down. Out. One down. What Who's, else? Next? Who's next? Ruffles. Yeah, Ruffles. <laughs> Big jerks and salty goodness. <laughs> yeah, I have no Pringles is holding on, you guys, though. Pringles like, we're the only ones who stacks chips. It's, it's gonna... I could eat a we whole got a patent on that. tin of Pringles in one sitting. Easy. Ooh. Easy. It, all those eating methods of those old snacks, doesn't it? Like when you hear Pringle, I think I like to suck on them, get all the salt off, smash it on the roof of my mouth. There's methods. Turn it into a little paste. Oh, my God. Mm. It's, like, uh, anyway. it's, like, it's like getting your, your chip at church. You know, like, oh, yeah. like wafer? the wafer, the wafer yeah. at church. I did used to do the, the same smash thing on the roof thing. of the mouth mm-hmm. and wait for it. Yep. Yours have, is different because it was Jesus, though, I guess. Those have no flavor whatsoever. They could yeah. use some salt. <laughs> Note to priests. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be stingy with the salt, buddy. You want to dip it in the wine. Soak it up a little. The host can taste damn good. <laughs> Who's your baker? <laughs> have you had uh, Have you had bugles lately? You remember bugles? No. Yeah, I haven't had them lately, though. I would put them on my finger. Well, they're more fun to play with. They're a toy and a snack. Are they still around even? Yeah, they still, I buy them every once in a while because I kind of like Just them. Just once but a year. The <laughs> thing about Bugles is like, the second you open the bag, they're stale. Like, uh-huh. That thing goes stale faster than anything else. Oh, man. Who needs to take their time with a bag of Bugles, though? I think if you buy that or if you buy Twinkies, you're not intending to make a healthy decision with what you have. You're not like, I'll have a little today. You're going to do that. Well, bad I, did, you know, I basically yeah. put a couple Pringles on top of my salad to lay vinaigrette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Next. No. Oh, I know what we should talk about next. All right. You guys have heard of the octopus mom, the octo mom. Uh, she, the octopus she, mom. She has I Twinkies. I prefer that term. She has all the Twinkies. All the Go Twinkies. get her, America. <laughs> she has no. eight Twinkies. Aww. She released a music video with her children in it. Oh. Um, what's it called? Christmas It babies? is called I'm Ready for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Dear. It's called The Rock Tuplets. Oh, and it's like featuring and it's like five of the older kids. It's like featuring AJ, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. It's a minute oh. and forty six seconds long. It's so, okay. so, so sad. It, gets, it cuts to the chase. It gets to the point. Does she sing on it, or the kids? She's sing? not in it at all. Oh. It's close ups of the children's face being so sad and saying, "What is it? Christmas is soon. It's, it's coming." It's like I'm ready. I'm oh. <laughs> ready. It, like we literally listened to it right before you guys came over. Yeah. the camera the, the tune. So that's it was not a just good really sign. disturbing. Oh, but it's it's just them talking about being ready for Christmas, and is then a, is it a real song or is it? They it's the original. It? It's, an it's an original song. It's an original uh-huh. song. Yeah, those but kids it's, are. It's pretty right, really ahead of their time. It's pretty amazing. And then they Why sort of rap like that? the verses are auto tune rap, and they <laughs> by the rhyme. older kids, the big kids do the rapping. It's like <laughs> something like I like to go to school. We go to school to learn. We're ready for Christmas now. Like it's <laughs> things like that that are like just completely like my mom is a three. great mom. I'm not being abused. I'm oh. ready for Christmas now. Oh. <laughs> my mom forgot my name, <laughs> <laughs> but I understand. <laughs> I'm ready for Christmas. <laughs> I generally feel like I feel like if my mom did that with me, I would look just as miserable. Oh yeah, I'd be like. Like, please, no. I don't remember. I think it's just that there's so many. You feel right. like there's a group consensus that right. this is a bad thing. But yeah, who wouldn't be? I just think there's a lot of creative differences on the set. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. they just couldn't agree on the direction they wanted too to, many to cooks, go in. Too yeah, many too cooks many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> 
Hey, we'll get back to the episode in just a second, but a little bit more about our amazing sponsor, Tonks. T-O-N-X. Okay, it's great coffee, and it's easy to do. I'm gonna. This is a true story. I hope I don't sound like one of those radio people where like, is that real? This is real. True story. <laughs> Hey. I'd give you the little yeah, real world thing. Yeah, thank you. Real yeah, world. You're welcome. Um, I used to be, I had no care about coffee because I was really intimidated by it because okay. it felt, sort of felt like wine, like where it's like, oh, you either know it or you don't. Right. But then we started getting tonks and it's like actually really easy to have things that taste better. And you notice because it tastes better. <laughs> but the guys are super helpful. You can, like their customer support is awesome. But they'll basically, they their whole mission is for you to be able to brew amazing coffee at home. So sign up and go for a ride. That's right. And they get their beans from all over the world, like crazy places like Kenya, Ethiopia, Burundi, Rwanda, Guatemala, El Salvador, Brazil, Colombia, places like that. So uh, you're always yeah. in for a treat and it's always from somewhere different and exciting. That's right. So go to tonks.org yeah. and Enter in the code PMC for a free sample. Who doesn't like a free sample? That was really nice of them. The Grinch. The Grinch does not like You're a right. free Yeah. That jerk. He's got a lot of issues. Thanks, Tonks. The other uh, viral video making the rounds right now, yeah. which Vanessa hit me oh, to. Thanksgiving. Me to, Have you guys seen that? What? It's, it's Thanksgiving by Nicole it's, Westbrook. It's called It's Thanksgiving. It's by put out by the same music company or label. Good, good Friday. But, yep. Uh, okay. And I don't know if they're more self-aware now. Like, are they trying to be funny? I still I feel, don't understand. I feel like they are because I think they realize that, like, kids that age will mm-hmm. think it's kind of cool anyways. And then older people will think it's so ridiculous, ridiculous that they'll want to watch it because it's mm-hmm. just so dumb. That's what happened. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel got onto that Friday song. Oh, yeah. It got spoofed in, like, Best Buy video uh, mm-hmm. commercials. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine was in that commercial, and she was singing this parody of the Friday song. Oh, my gosh. And, and now, like, if you – you remember R. Kelly did those Trapped in the Trapped Closet? Trapped in the Closet, yeah. Right. So he's new chapters coming, coming out. He's coming out with new chapters because – my guess is because it was so popular in a bad way. Right. But, yeah. I mean, is he now, so is he now doing it with the – with yeah, the knowledge that know people are making fun of it. Are. Yeah, I mean, R. Kelly, are you doing this knowing that people are making fun of it? Well, I mean, he like, must but what does it matter if they make money? Yeah, I was yeah. Say, <laughs> at a certain point, if they don't care. Bottom line's bottom line. Yeah. Payday, America. Yeah. But now, but now, do they do they kind of go? Okay, I'm just going to write this. They're going to make fun of it, but but it's a different mindset of like the original, right? You know, like the original is right. like I'm serious about this. I care about it, and then people made fun of it. Anyway, well, it's like but, the Evil Dead movies, kind of. You know, yeah. you start off with something that you know was sort of serious, but because of the technical challenges it ended up becoming kind of a cult hit right and then you go and with then it like oh we get it for the, premium, for the later ones you get to go <laughs> might with as it. well right. run yeah because the very first evil dead like was like him trying to le- make a legitimate yeah. horror yeah. movie yeah. Oh, really? and then he evil dead 2 is basically a remake of evil dead in a lot of ways definitely but they spoof it up yeah yeah they like ramp they up the gold. comedy but they're so smart about how they do it because yeah. they're they're playing it the right like it's people that are naturally funny and then i think with something like this it's like because I feel like this new Thanksgiving video, I know it's rude for me to critique the Thanksgiving video. Um, yeah, because it's about the holiday that we all love <laughs> yeah. and cherish. Turkey, hey! It's like that. Mashed potatoes. They just lose hey. a lot of food. <laughs> and then at one point, there's a man that comes in covered in tattoos. You didn't get this far. With a turkey mask on, coming to this little girl's house. And he's like dancing in the back. It's so disturbing. And while the turkey man's dancing, she's belting out her song into a turkey leg. <gasps> I don't. I think all that suicide food stuff is super weird. Where it's like, hey, come here, piggy. You be the mascot for our barbecue place. I, right. I, I want R. Kelly and this girl to, <laughs> to 
form together and collaborate, collaborate, and make a horrible Thanksgiving horrible in the closet. Well, now they'll do Easter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's coming. Oh, that's one part in the, the yeah. song too. It starts out with them reminding us when other holidays. What other are. holidays? Oh. Pretty much, it's like in January. It's New Year's. Yeah, yeah. Um, April was Easter. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. You need reminders. Yeah. yeah. It's it's great if you're trying to fill out your calendar. Definitely. Yeah. You she gets married. I just said, picture her like married in the future, like nagging her husband by singing reminders. Oh, no. Fix the sing. Yeah. Hey. Stop it, Rebecca. What is her name, Rebecca? Nicole. The car needs gasoline. <laughs> I know the song. I can't get away from it. The turkey man's still there. Well, maybe Spring that's forward. better. Is that make, I feel like that's better than like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, like maybe, melodious. At maybe least. her future husband's really got it made. She does her honeydew list with a tune behind. <laughs> I think auto-tune nagging would be a amazing oh. wouldn't it though no right, i'll do it i'll no. do it shut up we would get chores done so quickly <laughs> <laughs> that's great it's t-pain with your reminders about your responsibilities okay, around the house t-pain, i'm on my way out bye right. <laughs> like who needs waterboarding we just right. need oh my God. auto that's a good slogan for our <laughs> Where next torture camp are the bombs <laughs> I just started watching Homeland. Do you guys watch Homeland? Oh, I, no, I, not yet. I saw the pilot episode, which I liked a lot, so I'm going to get into it. But. Well, every time like we go on to On Demand and they're showing previews for the new season, he's like, ah, spoilers, spoilers, yeah. spoilers. Yeah. You can't. Don't look at the On Demand. Oh, it's, I, it's I good, and the following happens. One. No. Uh, oh. I was just thinking about I didn't know what it was about, and then it's terrorist stuff. Stuff. But uh oh, great! Yeah, sorry. Yeah, thanks Spoiler a lot. Alert. Thanks so a lot. We can cut I thought that it was about out. heroism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I thought it was about. The name like Homeland. I think I was thinking more Little House on the Prairie, <laughs> some, something <laughs> Laura Ingalls Wilder ish. It was a it home improvement show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Tim Little Man Taylor. Anyway. <laughs> that great. That was a dead on impression. Thank you. <laughs> I think everybody for a second thought Tim Allen was here. And they're like, like JTT, he's close. <laughs> uh, oh, JTT. I loved what him. What happened to him? He went to school. Didn't get much bigger. I think that was the problem. He quit, he quit home improvement to go to school. Tim yep. Allen got pissed at him and then destroyed his career. Yeah, oh, I and think destroyed his own. In, in the- Tim Allen always does that. Yeah. He just destroy people's careers. And then one of those boys became a chef. Oh, all right. I remember the, the, young the youngest the one. one. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm on a TV show, a cooking TV show. Nice. Everybody has a cooking show now. It's kind of crazy because like I'll turn Food Network on every once in a while. Like Debbie Mazar has a cooking show. She does. Yeah. What does she cook? I don't know. It's like it's kind of like a slice of New York kind of thing. So it's like it's like it's not like a straight up. It's like part reality show and part like kitchen stuff. Oh man, I can get behind any cooking show. (laughs) Sweet Genius. Have you guys watched no. it? Oh, yeah, only seen, see on the soup. On the yeah. soup, clips on the soup. It's exactly that. Like <laughs> nothing is being blown out of context. It is so crazy. I saw it last night, and the theme was turkeys because of Thanksgiving. <laughs> because and, why? Weird. No, I know it's what? weird. Um, but they always have a secret ingredient come out on the come day right. about that this little man is so excited about. And <laughs> this little man, so <laughs> not excited. to demean him, he's probably he's not a little that tiny. Little. He's a tiny, he's a tiny, tiny sad little this man. Is Willy Wonka, tiny he's little hair. He's delighted, whatever he is. I don't know where he's from or what his deal is, but yesterday on the conveyor belt.
thought when the turkey came out, he was like, and the inspiration item is a turkey. <laughs> and they show all the faces of the contestants and they're like, oh no, that looks so scary. And then he goes on to describe a turkey. He's like, the turkey is the majestic bird. And everyone kind of knows what a turkey is. So it's it's really like there weird. are networks like that you can get lost in. Like food oh, network, yeah. you can yeah. just spend yep. all day. For me, it's the DIY network. Oh, I yeah. start that. I'm stuck all day. What kind of DIY is your most favorite? Like, oh, I, I like like the sweat equity and the stuff where you do it yourself so that you save money and increase the like. Do you do that kind of stuff on your own? I do love that stuff. I don't always have time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as much as I can for EJ, I like start a project. I'm halfway through and I'm like, oh, wait, got to go work. And <laughs> then there's you? like, we have half a bathroom. Finish the drywall. Months. That was my <laughs> Have you ever drywalled? Yes, I have drywalled. Yeah. Is it people? I, I put up ask about so drywall and I was like, it's tile. easier than you think. It seems um, hard to me. I mean, it's heavy. Yeah. (laughs) You're making a wall. You need need someone to help you. And then like the mudding is technically hard. You definitely, because you you don't want to see it when you're done. Is there an element of paper mache to it? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to have drywall confused with making centerpieces. (laughs) Next. (laughs) You guys both, I I saw on your list just so that you sound, you you both, do you all both watch Survivor? Is that a thing? Yeah. Are you caught up on everything? We are. I think we are. Oh, yeah, we watched it tonight. Was it last night? Wait, is Survivor? I didn't. I honestly didn't know Survivor was still on. Oh, it's trucking along. Jeff still the host. Yeah, Jeff Probst. Whoa, still the best. But it's been twelve years. Still top of his game. (laughs) Go Jeff. I can't believe it's still going, and I still watch it like religiously. And like the seasons that holds up. It dep- they they keep they retweak it and tool it a little bit each yeah. season to try to keep it fresh and some stuff works and some stuff doesn't. Well, this season, what was a new element was dividing into three teams. Yep, and then it didn't ended up not working so good because this one team just kept going to travel camps one, one yeah. after another until they merged. But no, but basically. I but no, I think now it's made for an incredible underdog story because those oh. two that came from that tribe they're the only people that's I true. want to win right now. That's true. That's true. They're the <laughs> most likable of they're the most likable. They've earned it. But they they keep right. bringing back like old players. They want to, they just want Russell Hans to play every season. Yeah. Who's that? He's, he, the, he's the biggest, biggest villain, villain of all time. Oh. Outside of Johnny he's Fairplay. The I would yeah. say those two yeah. are like the two that people are like, these guys are terrible. Johnny mm-hmm. Fairplay is a big pussy compared <laughs> to, <laughs> to Russell Hans. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like, because early on. His like, name is Johnny Fairplay? Well, he that's, made, he that made that the name Oh up. my gosh. But like, in season, oh. like, I want to say two Australia, like Jerry Manthe was made out to be this villain. And if you look at what she did, it's so tame compared <laughs> to what anybody did in anything afterwards. Yeah. But then Johnny Fairplay was the first one who really brought in something that was like pretty low yeah. which is yeah. like well he was lying about his grandfather's death or something like that yeah, yeah he had like when his so family he's just a bad person well what happened was well, everyone's all game and oh, like, right he's, he's not here to make friends every once yeah. in a while they'll have a challenge where like they bring family members yeah. in like to the island and like it's Torture towards the them. end and so like his brother walked up to him and i think they probably <laughs> they they set this up ahead of time and yeah. it was like dude grandma grandma died dude and he started crying which he, to his yeah. credit it was yeah. very believable oh. oh it was all planned out his yeah. brother was in on it yeah yeah they set it up so that way like he got that fake news to sympathy get you know, sympathy from yeah. everybody oh my and then gosh. yeah and the biggest d- d- problem with russell is is like he is <laughs> one of the best players ever play the game but he thinks that and that's his downfall every right. single time right. because he can't nobody swallow his yeah, no hubris him yeah. because he needs Classic. to be credited and he, did, he did a horrible his big lie was um he lost everything in katrina <gasps> okay. Oh, he's you a mil- don't want to lie yeah, like he's that. He's a millionaire, and he told everybody that he lost everything in Katrina. Oh yeah. my gosh! Which didn't 
I don't think ended up helping his game whatsoever. It may have, like, momentarily. I remember people being real moved by that and being like, that's the kind of person that deserves a million dollars. Oh, my you know? gosh, that is a horrible line. But I don't think, yeah, I don't think it lasted very long. If thing you have is, any if inkling you of karma or anything, like, how could you? Oh, <laughs> If you don't have some sort of fun, crazy backstory... On those shows, like you, you don't, you're not going to, one, you're not going to be edited in to the mm-hmm. show much. Like there are certain players in Survivor that you like hardly ever hear from because they just, they're a bust in a sense that there's nothing dramatic. Like they're mm-hmm. not stirring up the pot. Mm-hmm. They don't have a crazy weird backstory. Uh, there's just nothing going on there. So there's been a few players it's that like, like somehow Idol. go decently far because they're not rocking the boat at all, but they just never, you like, never get who, to who's know that them. guy again. Like, like, yeah, but Gotta they pull they some heartstrings in this business. I know a guy that played. <gasps> a few seasons ago named Dave Ball. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Dave, do you remember yeah. Dave? Mm-hmm. How do you do? Skinny guy. Tall skinny I think he got about halfway through his season yeah. or so, something like that. Uh, I played on a softball team with Eric, who was on Russell's season and was kind of like one of the dominant guys okay. and got blindsided. He was like one of the first people that got blindsided by Russell. Oh, so you have a personal vendetta against Russell. <laughs> oh, I, I, I respect the way Russell plays the game to a point. <laughs> oh my like, God. I think he's pretty amazing. To a point. And, Wait, then, and he was the very first person to think, I'm going to go looking for Secret yeah. Immunity Isles without ever getting clues. He was just like, I'm just going to look and where they might hide it. he did that season after season. And, and now everyone's every doing it. Every single time. Like, and he would go out. seem to not do didn't that. didn't even occur to them. <laughs> they could just Wait, look. what is it? He's just poking around the island for something? They basically <clears throat> did this thing. and Early on, they didn't do this at all. Mm-hmm. But then they started, like, adding into the game a hidden immunity idol. Basically yeah. meaning it's somewhere hidden around camp and you can get clues to oh, where it is. Oh, everybody's waiting for, like, a scavenger hunt. And waiting, he's just like, right. I'll just turn this rock I'll over. I'll just look under. Yeah, like, yeah, a he's prominent like, where tree. Or, and he found them. And oh they used to gosh. not replant. Like, you would use it and then it would be out of the game. But then right. they started replanting it. So, like, basically, like, once it was used, then they would hide it again somewhere at the camp and you could have to find it again. So Russell would use it not get eliminated because he's immune to the tribal council they'd rehide it he'd find it again mm-hmm. rinse and repeat he did that over and over and over again even though everybody else is out looking too he always found it it, was, <laughs> it got comical after a while yeah do you guys like hunger games because of survivor no or? i don't we don't i, I, I don't really know no opinion i don't really know it very I saw well the movie it was okay no books I no, like books. The books, but no books. No books. No books for me. I mean they're ya they're considered yeah young adult reading okay, yeah that's what i thought, that's what I thought. uh i'm uh, oh, I'm very young. No, I'm, I mean, I'm very totally young. All I about the way. I, I actually, <laughs> I should cop to. I read old stuff for children old even old much younger. Oh, so, so do I. I, I love, that stuff is so wonderful. Ooh, and those books that they're making, these series, are so like easy to devour. Mm. But that, I thought the Hunger Games was really dark for kids. Actually, I mean, I well, saw the yeah. movie and I'm like. Holy shit, they're just fucking killing each and other. It's brutal in it's the books. Brutal. And like I'm kids sure it that is. are like ten years old are getting it on their mm-hmm. reading list and I just think, oh like school reading? Yeah. I wouldn't be okay with well, that. I don't know. We've all read like Animal Farm and that's really dark. But not at ten, right? I didn't read Animal what Farm. What did I read? I think I was <laughs> high school probably. Yeah, I think it was yeah. freshman like tenth year, grade or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's yeah, true. that is dark. I just think it's weird when stuff is written for little kids. Like the giver is oh, dark in ideas, but not in execution at all. Oh. Like it's big ideas you're yeah. talking about, not yeah. like I just watched a kid die. Yeah, you have to go kill your best friend. Well, so. I just remember when young adult men like the Hardy Boys. Right. You know right. what I mean? Nancy and not, Drew. And not like kids killing kids. Yeah. Encyclopedia <laughs> Brown. Yeah, yeah. Encyclopedia. Different age. Ooh, Encyclopedia Brown was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, great I loved books. those. Ooh. Man, like, Choose your own adventure books. Yeah. I still have a couple of those laying around. Choose who you kill books. 
I used to get really frustrated with the choose. It always your ends the same. <laughs> the choose your adventure books got frustrating too because you would like make that choice and you would look and you could tell that like at the end you're like, nope, didn't make that choice. <laughs> well, you always knew like how far back the pages were, yeah. probably how yeah. much further your story exactly. was going to go. go yeah. So I always pick the options with the lowest page Keep number. Those books were so exciting. I'm trying to remember what the one I had that I would do over and over, and I could never remember what choices I made. It was, like, magical. We tried to work an improv form a little while ago. There was a Choose Your Adventure form where basically, like, you would start to do the thing, and then at some point your thing would end because you would make a mistake, and we'd have to go back at the start and try to replicate oh. every single scene we had just done huh. to a point to when they took a different divergent track. And then you some you stuff do this on stage? On an we try. yeah. It's a couple years ago. We, it, like, it was okay. Like, I don't think we worked cool through form. it enough, yeah, but I think we'll try where it. Do you, where do you do improv? Uh, Westside Comedy Theater, I.O., UCB sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. We both have teams at... Um, yeah. West Side, you yeah. are nice. an improviser as well, mm-hmm. right, DJ? Mm-hmm. And I know those one. West Side guys very well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're good boys. Oh yeah, a lot of them. You do? Is it I O that you're mostly at? That's uh, where I was at most of the time. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've studied a little bit at UCB, and I lived in Chicago for a few years. And I no went, improv scene there. No improv <laughs> scene there. I was lucky to find a couple places. One being Second City. Uh, went, went through the program there. Went through a program called Annoyance. And I, oh, yeah. and I, and I did uh, IO stuff in Chicago. And they're going to have a cool Christmas there. thing. And it's like Hold Your Dickens or something it's called. So Ooh, go nice. check that out. Where, is that here? Second City is oh, going to do. Oh, oh that's here. awesome. They're going to have a Christmas show. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually at, the, I think, the Kirk Douglas. I think so, yeah. Oh, cool. EJ, you're in the middle. Like, you're nearly done you've done 11 of your 12 marathons so you're halfway there (laughs) i'm a math (laughs) so the the goal of this whole thing 12 marathons in 12 months which uh people should check out on your website ejscott.com thank you Uh uh-huh uh it was to raise 12,000 a marathon right uh, for a total of 144,000 if my math is that's right that's right Right. And that's to, uh, well, it's, it's something you're affected with and, um, it's to raise money for that, uh, which it's called is called choroideremia. Exactly. I wrote down how to say it. We have it written down how to say it. Choroideremia. Nobody cares. It. <laughs> I was like, I know where this is going. Let me just get, get to it. Uh, just jump in any time <laughs> you want. I'll do auto tune. Choroideremia. So it, uh, so you're raising money for choroideremia research and things like that, yeah. which, uh, they have a website as well, which I believe is curechm.org. Correct. Yep, see and there's a, down on paper. I'll, 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 my website has links to all this stuff. I have Facebook, Twitter, blogs, mm-hmm. YouTube, uh, you name it, and uh, v- even video clips of uh, me doing some of these marathons. It's on ejscott.com. That's so awesome. How did you get the idea? Did, I mean, this is a huge undertaking for us. And he's all. running them blindfold. Oh, yeah. The no no big deal. Something that we should, I can't believe we forgot to say. want to feel more inadequate yeah. about right. your choices. Well, I have to run blindfolded uh, because the sunlight is really bad for my eyes, and mm-hmm. it'll, I'm going blind, so it'll cause me to go blind faster. And uh, that's why I asked before I came over here to cover up the windows and stuff uh, because I'm real sen- sensitive to uh, the sunlight. <clears throat> um, but I came up with the idea. I, I did my first marathon two years ago in Chicago when I was living there. I had lost a bunch of weight. Like I mentioned earlier, I was a really heavy guy and um, wanted to keep it off and wanted to raise money for the foundation and was able to get some local publicity in Chicago while doing it. And after I finished it, I thought, all right, I got through that. I did something I never thought in a million years. Had I'd you do. run any races before? No, not not until oh that year. Not till that year. I ran two half marathons before the marathon as training. Oh for my the gosh! Full. One didn't have a history of sports or no, anything. No, I never like exercised. Whoa. I was almost two hundred and seventy pounds. 
uh, when I started losing weight a couple of years ago. And that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, so I was like, let's see what else have I never <laughs> thought I'd do that I can do. <laughs> uh, so I just thought something real, something big needs to happen in terms yeah. of choroideremia research and attention because it's so under the radar. Nobody knows about it. I Had ne- you just been diagnosed right before you began? I, I was diagnosed. Uh, it'll be 10 years in March um, when I was 27. Wow. Um, so, but I, I've never heard of it before I got diagnosed. You know, my grandfather. Oh, and now it's clear that it's in your family, right? Yeah, my grandfather was blind. My mom and my aunt are carriers. My sister is a carrier. Me and my brother have it. And my sister's two boys have it. Is it recessive? Or that probably means it's not, right? If you're a carrier, what are your odds that your kids will? It's. Well, uh, 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 well, you go okay. well, um, well, I was going to say the if I have like a boy, there they'll be the boys will be fine. It's but, X-linked, so it's okay. Basically, it, it comes through the mother. And yeah. So if I have a daughter, she'll most likely be a carrier. Yeah. yeah. And then she could pass it on to her boys and girls mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So uh, so uh, I got through that one, and when I did the marathon back then, it was on October tenth, two thousand ten, and they were promoting it like ten, 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 and. Uh, I was like, that's kind of catchy. Well, 2012 is coming up. What if I did 12? <laughs> Wait what for I, it. Hey, what would 12, happen oh. if I did that? What if I got publicity in 12 different states? Alliteration Maybe. works, people. <laughs> so it just kind of was on my mind. And I was thinking about it so much that I was like, shit, I got Now I, I feel like I got to do it. And, um, and then I was in. Then I, and then I announced it uh, half, half a year later, maybe more. And uh, stuck with it. That's amazing. Congratulations. Have you Thanks. gotten a lot of support from the races you run? Some. Yeah. Uh, some, yeah. I mean, and Some mostly. of them are tiny and mm-hmm. then others are gigantic. So the yeah. amount that they can help sort of depends on what their resources are. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, but uh, uh, support in terms of like, uh, like in Fargo, Fargo was great. Um, they, they had me, they uh, uh, invited me to the press conference they had, which was in front of like eight people. And, <laughs> um, and then they, they invited me to talk on stage right before the race to, to the couple thousand people that were running, which was cool. Um, so yeah, it's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's but last place in Fargo gets put through a wood chipper. <laughs> you gotta wood, make sure. You may gotta I say, I saw the famous wood chipper. In did Fargo. you? Yes, I did. How did I it took feel? a picture. I took a picture with it. Pretty cool. And there's a big, cool. isn't there a big wood statue of uh, of. Uh, Francis McDormand. Oh my in, gosh, that's in the awesome! Fargo Theater. There's a big wooden uh, carving of Francis McDormand. Her and her big coat. Yeah. Yeah, her pregnant belly. Yeah. And oh. uh, I took a picture with that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> How exciting so would that be in your career to be like? And there's my statue. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird though when you go to a place that's like like Fargo that's like had a big hit movie around it and like now like oh we can actually make a tourist like yeah. thing yeah. out mm-hmm. of this and get some money. Like I went when I was maybe 14 to the Field of Dreams oh. in Iowa or whatever, mm-hmm. and you could from the gift shop you can buy a little vial of the dirt from the Field of Dreams. <laughs> wait, was the Field yeah. of Dreams... Wait, where is that? Was that a... Evansville, Iowa, I want to say. Oh, was so it? it's just like where it took place. It's but where, is they, there still, where they shot the movie. Is there still a baseball field there? Well, they yeah, they made, they made they, this they diamond. They went from the movie. Did they build it 
I think they made who it. Came? Yeah, they because they who came? Because who came? They did build it. Okay. We all came. Now I want to, is there like a certification card that comes with that soil so you know that you have the official <laughs> soil somebody else I think they probably is, I think they probably have added that. When I went, it was like... A baseball like, ghost hands it like, to you. That's the, how you know it's real. Late 80s, or early 90s or whatever. So like, it literally was like a little plastic pile of dirt. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and Five dollars. Like, a, like that, a dot matrix ten printed of printer sticker. What if they you know like... I mean? It's like Field of Dreams. I'm just like, what? Real dirt. Official dirt. Aww. What if they dilute it with other soil? I'm sure and they, they just like mix it up Like with five other towns soil. over there, mm-hmm. shitty ass yeah. dirt. <laughs> I, it would be funny if they got the corner like, we're out of dirt. We got we to, gotta, guys, we got to come up with a solution. Well, that's a bad yeah, business model. Deeper. Yeah, because yeah. if you're successful, that means you have a hole. Yeah, and eventually. Go, Let's make a sequel, guys. <laughs> then we We're in got trouble. It. I feel like every year Kevin Costner just comes and rolls around so they can say, <laughs> oh, yeah, that has been blessed. Right? <laughs> blessed by, by Costner. Costner himself. I bet Costner dirt, I guess. <laughs> Costner dirt. He's like, he's like it's okay, it. guys. I got some dirt from Dancing with Wolves. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same, Kevin. We've told you a million times. Nobody's buying the dirt from Tin Cup. What is going on? What is going on? It's from a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you? So your next race is your last race, and my it's in last Vegas. One. Las Vegas, yes. Yeah, again, my, my the last one I had a couple weeks ago was New York. Whoa, you've been a busy guy. Yeah, and well, it was canceled. It was canceled because so. oh. of that whole you know right. giant mm-hmm. storm yeah. thing. Are you counting horrible. it as eleven still? Yeah, because I ran anyway. I, uh, <gasps> oh people, my gosh! People ran. Uh, people like me that were running for charities wanted to run anyway, and they called it the Run Anyway Marathon, and they did Central Park, which turns out was the original. Um, like nineteen seventies course. course, yeah. Oh, that's a lot awesome. of people ran for Sandy Relief too. So oh, yeah, that wow. too. Really and I did that too, and uh, and I, you run around Central Park four and a third times, and that's twenty six point two miles. Whoa! Yep. So when this is all said and done, will you be doing any more marathons just for funsies? No. <laughs> for funsies, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, but I would. I will, I'd always be if I ever do it again. It would always be. For a cause, for a it would, cause it would yeah. Be for this purpose, um, I'd still like to run as an exercise and just a couple miles yeah. here and there because um, my blood pressure is really fantastic right now. Congratulations! Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so you know, we'll see. We'll see. I I, I have <laughs> before the Los Angeles run, I met Gordon Ramsay. He ran <gasps> that run as well, and I'm a Can huge. Did he yell at you? Oh, wow. No, he was no. Just Donkey. very very nice. It was very nice yeah. and. He was running, and he asked me about the marathons, and I was like, yeah, I'm running 12. And he goes, are you running in London? I go, no, no, I'm going to keep on in the States. And he goes, well, maybe next year. I go, yeah, right, maybe next year. <laughs> uh, and he goes, tell you what, you run next year London, I'll run with you. And I go, oh, wow. really? And he shook on it. We have it on video. Oh, my gosh. Buddy run with Gordon Ramsay? Wouldn't that be great? It's a reality show is what it is. <laughs> I hope so. You guys so. have to train together. But you well, he has that awesome together. F-word show that we love. Oh, and this yeah. kind of thing would be perfect. That. But oh, we're, we're getting ahead there. of ourselves. But no, if, you, no, you're not. if you can't properly cook risotto or scallops, it'll <laughs> be... Uh, which is Basically. why I had to stop watching Hell's Kitchen. I used to watch it all the time. And it just got to the point where, like they would get... These line cooks <laughs> that were like, we'll Where probably get fired from Denny's. People? Let's just be yeah. honest, because they can't fire rice or like, I mean, they can't, everything is. It's just always though, it's like there's like three things Bene. that yep. nobody can cook on that show. Yeah. Learn to make a scallop, risotto, and, and chicken. Before you show up, he will ask you. And a yeah. sauce. Maybe it's like learning acting. It's like 
you first learn Shakespeare because that's the most difficult. Once yeah. you get that, you can do anything. You can and do that, a Crest commercial, finally. Right. <laughs> Risotto's like uh, Romeo and Juliet or something. You know? <laughs> well, that's, they often have a lot on those shows too. Like one of the tests they'll do is like make an omelet. Like, right. And it's amazing how Ooh, many they people did that on top chef boil an egg omelets or boil. Yeah, egg, yeah, exactly. It's like mm-hmm. the easiest. It's like the basics. Mm-hmm. Sure. Me too. Of cooking. I love. Which is F word your favorite Gordon Ramsay show? I like I that one a lot. Yeah, it's I like pretty great. I like Kitchen Nightmares a lot, though. The kitchen Nightmares is a nightmare because you yeah, can't eat anywhere after that. Now, makeover. Well, but here's now. the problem. So we're both. I'm from Brooklyn. EJ's from Long Island. Yeah. Like the majority of those seasons are all off Long you Island. Can't eat anywhere so anymore. We can't <laughs> eat when we go home anymore. Even when they go to other states, it's like this person's from Long Island. I know. So they're like all got attitudes and everything. Like, no. They're so stupid. Rats. Uh, yeah, it was say, funny to me to watch all those guys like fight him on stuff. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like get really upset. Like they've never seen the show before. Well, yeah, exactly. yeah, why did you call? Why are you surprised? My food's my my food's not bad. Why are you saying that? I have the horrible habit now of any of those like kitchen makeover shows is like five minutes in when I say the name of the restaurant, I yelp it to see like, how are they doing now? And then you read the reviews that are like, this place is still shit. <laughs> it doesn't feel good to watch the ending. <laughs> but I'm, I stay tuned anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. What else the am I places that, that go down anyway. I've looked up a bunch of them like in LA. And we went to one that ended up closing anyway. Oh. <clears throat> but I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go to this place and it's closed. Oh, maybe this place closed. Mm, not a good sign. <laughs> well, I think when they contact those shows they're already they're at hostess stage yeah he should have brought been brought in the hostess oh my gosh that would have been such a good show <laughs> you call this a twinkie <laughs> <laughs> too moist <laughs> this is more dig than dong donkey <laughs> oh but you know what my fa- my favorite show of his is master chef and the last yeah. season was a yeah. blind girl- woman that won the show Whoa. Did you see it? Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, the blind woman Christine. won the show. She was fantastic. Yeah. Do you know how she, was it same cause of blindness? No, no. My my she my thing's different than what she had, but um, she was a little better. Oh, I forget what she <laughs> More had. More popular. Oh, less actually. I don't remember what she had, but um but yeah, she she was a recent she doesn't wasn't born blind or anything. Mm-hmm. She just went blind like several a handful of years ago or something, if well, I remember. She she seemed to have like she couldn't she'd see Blurry shapes, or so she had a little bit of vision, right? She had like a little, a little bit. uh, I think it was she she could basically just sense shapes and what right if things were around, right? But no, no detail. And and, and I heard, I've read like an article because of like the stage lights and everything, it screwed up her eyes bad. Where it was basically she can't see anything in front of her, so. Uh, so that's why she needed the cane and somebody to help her and mm-hmm. hand things to her and all that type of stuff. But um, but but I was super impressed by her. Yeah, I'm super impressed. Good for her. Knife skills would not be fun. In that <laughs> <situation>. <laughs> I'm really afraid of knives in general. Oh. Yeah, I can't talk about. It. And I was being murdered. Those. Yeah, just yeah. murdered. But also just just stabbed. Like, <laughs> whenever anybody like cuts themselves, it's like. Oh, Let's and then they get put the, so many shots of this wound. But they always put the rubber glove on, like on Chopped. People are always cutting themselves on Chopped. Uh, and the people just, because there's such a time crunch. Yeah. It's called they, Chopped. You should, yeah. you should yeah. never right, use exactly. like sharp objects yeah. under a time. No, <laughs> just butter knives and yeah, your fists. That's just it. mush it up. I'm going to do a cookie Ooh. show named Sever. <laughs> Welcome to Sever. You want like OSHA to step in. And <laughs> no, thank you. I just hate watching people cook with the rubber glove that's filling with blood. Oh. Yeah. And, and like, they put another one over it. Yeah, and the, the judges are sitting right there watching like, that's not good. Oh, but delicious. they have to eat it because it was like technically covered up, but it's so yucky. Oh, my Ugh. God. 
Moving on. <laughs> Tastes like latex. Latex glove. Oh, speaking of blood. I knew you were going to do that. Oh, that was a great transition. I was like, nice. The just running itself. If Vanessa doesn't jump on it, nice I will. Nice segue. I was going to say, yeah. I'm a typo. And moving on. I'm just kidding. I was going to ask about Speaking of blood, Blood In, Blood Out is this great movie from 1993. <laughs> where the rival gangs last. That's where you're going with it, yeah, right? Yeah, it doesn't get nearly enough podcast time. Um, did you guys, you guys met before True Blood. You were together before just, True Blood? Just a couple months before. Half I, a year. Yeah. Did you see it coming? The whole vampire thing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Born to play the role. Absolutely. Born. I'm sorry. I'm not near my mic. Uh, yes, we met online, and uh, and I I found her profile, and I was like, she looks like a vampire. <laughs> this is so on right now. <laughs> this is exactly what wrote I'm looking on my for. profile. An okay, was, vampire, a vampire of a dating site. Yeah. And I, was, I was looking for like I was on dating site for almost two years, and I was like. She's the one. There it is. <laughs> the chosen one. Well, it's a hugely successful yeah, popular Yeah, we did pretty show. good. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> a couple people watch it. The most rabid fans. Like, well, we Some, were, I think I think there are other shows that beat us now in terms of rabid fans. Really? Certainly Twilight beats us. Oh, it's a different brand. It is a different brand. Right, right, right. Um, Gilligan's Island. Yes, um, I think they, We know. get a lot more, I would say. The They've got the canes. Yeah. Can <laughs> so many coconuts they just... <laughs> Pitch at people. Oh. <laughs> oh, they always make things out of coconut. Um, oh, that was a good plot twist. You guys could do that in True Blood. There you can go. just pass it along. Just need some coconuts. Yeah, you uh, know, ape Gilligan's Island. Get them all stuck on an island. They go on a little oh. three-hour tour. There you go. That's not jumping the shark. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> After Billeth, what's next? <laughs> oh. The time between seasons is really Can you hard. hear the baby in the background? Uh, no, that's just nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> a crying, Vanessa's crying baby. Yeah, Vanessa, I just, go no, take I, care of your I baby. I brought a it's snack. Fine. That's all that was. So. <laughs> it has plenty of go-go. What kind of mother are you? I know it was a podcast is important. <laughs> I have my priorities, and McKinley is not one of them. <laughs> I don't really have a baby named McKinley that McKinley. I'm torturing. <laughs> that, was a great, that was a great choice, though. Nice name. Because it makes it plausible enough to be like, wait, really? <laughs> Wow. Oh my Ooh. gosh. Someone doesn't want to be on a podcast. Well, Whoa. Fat Baby gets sad a lot. <laughs> I, I do. Baby gets sad a lot. <laughs> I, I can see into the apartment and I'm always like, is there any foul play going on? Oh, I think, actually, I think screeches. that's a velociraptor. <laughs> I don't think close. that's a baby. <laughs> Oh, poor thing. <laughs> Doing Jurassic Park 4 and she's rehearsing. I'll see it outside sometimes dinosaur. and it's okay. She's so, I don't know. <laughs> Best of luck to my neighbor. <laughs> I think the teen years are going to be rough. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. We've really got to go. Um, this is my... Okay. True Blood is very exciting, obviously. Uh, do you think it's the kind of show that you would have watched had you not been cast on it? Hmm. I was looking at your list, and I could see it going either way. Totally, totally. I mean, I, I'm, I'm so bad with TV because I, I'm definitely not an appointment television person. Yeah. So if I miss a season, I'm just done right. until I can pick it up again. Which is why I think American Horror Story is really smart because I missed the whole second half of the first season. But I was like, I can start. I'll up just again. tune in next no, time. Yeah. Really genius idea. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I do. I like kind of campy, out there genre stuff for sure. And it feels um, like that tone, the tone of the show too, like we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, other tones that kind of feel, they realize what's really appealing mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. Like I think the show has totally grown in the direction of like, oh, we can make this as campy and wild as we want it to be. Well, I think be. they do a good balance. Where yeah. You, you know, you can have 50% of the show is campy and fun and blood and sex and the other is, you know, human beings trying to deal with some stuff. So and good. your character is one that's had the biggest changes. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, she's you know I'm a teenager, so yeah. I feel like there's more range for personality shift. She was she was auto toned. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I know. Improv, I'm improv sure I understood the joke. Well, no, it's not a good, though. It's not think, really funny. Oh, I get it. No, I just got it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to catch up to you. <laughs> There's also a whole lot of naked people that look good yes, on your show. There are. Um, how is that? Because I know people on set always say, You're oh, it's not. I always love when people way. ask me this question in front of my boyfriend. That well, is not uncomfortable. It might not be going where you think it's going. <laughs> my question is, who are you most attracted to? Okay. <laughs> EJ Rank Scott. the male co-stars. And, and, uh, <laughs> would any of them buy you a rose that was over <laughs> <laughs> If so, well, what would happen? <laughs> they all have a lot more money than I have. <laughs> but I, my question really isn't like personal chemistry things. Uh-huh. It's... Uh, so everybody that whenever there's an interview about sex scenes or nudity, everyone's always like, "Oh, it's just work." Like, mm-hmm. um, it's so awkward. But I can't imagine that watching it would feel like work. Like on set, I can imagine that. But then uh-huh. when it's just out there for people to see, or that you're like, "Oh, there's my good friends, bottom and boobies." Right, right, right. How does that um, feel? <laughs> like me watching other people or watching yeah. myself? Other people. Other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a creepy question. <laughs> I was just how imagining... do I feel when I watch other people? Well, it okay, would be so... uh, Vanessa. It would be creepier if I was asking it. <laughs> So it's, it's true. So you're like, so when Describe when you, uh, when you watch the other people on the show. Uh, you use that voice call. Uh, I know. It's uh, uh, It's okay. Anything um, you feel. I don't know what the real end game of this question is. <laughs> I don't either, but I like watching you try to figure it out. This well, is fun. Well, you know, I remember like one of the first times we were watching her like having a kissing scene with Jim Parrick, mm-hmm. who, who played Hoyt, and... She, we were both like super tense about it. I yeah, think, weird, I think yeah. you even teared up or something. And it was weird. That's was a lot. Weird. Yeah. I mean, we're more used to it now. I would. For me, it's 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 nice when the the guys she's making out with are super cool yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and That's respectful a, to her. Right. So like she's comfortable around them and they're very respectful to me. And, yeah. And I just like the guys. And I'm like, yeah, all right. That's cool. <laughs> Have your fun. Too, like, Have your like fun. Jim and I, you know, he's a really, really good friend and a tremendous actor. And he, you know, and a really a gentleman. Yeah. So he and I, as we first started to sort of navigate the stories, like we want to tell the best, you know, realistic, romantic yeah. love story as we can. And um, it, is, it is a Romeo and Juliet yep. for this day and age in a way, I think, quite and Jessica. And... Um, so we sat down and we said, okay, this is what the rules are for between action and cut. And mm-hmm. these are the rules when we rehearse. And these are the rules otherwise. You oh, know? that's so nice. And it just made it really simple and easy. And we knew exactly yeah. what was too far and what wasn't. And yeah. um, it meant that we were totally free to tell a great story without hurting our, our people yeah. in well, our I, lives. I remember having a conversation with Ryan Quanton <clears throat> bef- mm-hmm. before. He's just not good looking, though. So that's right. neither here nor well, there. Before, <laughs> don't worry about that one. Before, um, he's before, no Gilligan. Before Jason and before Jason and Jessica hooked up, I remember talking, having a conversation with him, and I go, I go, I just don't want her to make out with your character. Like that's the only thing I would want. I, I was like, that's all I want. And then he like was talking to me about how he perceives it in his mm-hmm. his point of view and like because he's had to do this a lot on the show yes, and by has. the end of the conversation i was like oh yeah okay i guess it's okay <laughs> he worked he he glamored you yeah he gl- totally glamored <laughs> i was ready to make out with him myself <laughs> i understand let me just cup your buttocks <laughs> but he's also super i mean super he's nice. done it a lot so he also yeah. knows the routine but he's super nice really accent. respectful yeah he's yeah. got an australian accent what are yeah. you gonna do <laughs> well you have quite a cast there playing mm-hmm. all these louisiana people it's such a 
varied cast of actors with like yeah, so much experience from all over the place. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be nice to have that approach. I, I was really interested in the casting process because it was a lot of like relatively unknowns yeah. that they took a bunch of chances on. Like, I well, mean, and even Anna, who is not an unknown, yeah. but it was her first time really doing television. Right. So that was a big leap for her too. What was the process like for you? Well, I, mine was very different than everyone else's because mm-hmm. they all, you know, the rest of the regular cast, I think everyone except for me. I believe it's okay. Um, <laughs> you know, came on for the pilot, so they went yeah. through an extended sort of period of weeks and weeks of re-auditioning and chemistry reads and testing for studios mm-hmm. and all of that. I came on as a guest star at the end of that season, so I had one audition. Whoa! A couple days later, I shot my scene. And Did they then, have intention for your character? To no, be- at that <gasps> point, it was oh, only love these two stories. episode arc. That was it, and they decided, I guess, in either in the shooting of that first or second episode that they wanted the, char- the character to continue. Took one look at those baby blues. So they threw her into the final episode, called me up and was like, would you like to be a regular next year? I was like, meh. <laughs> I don't know, I got some other stuff I want to do. I'm going to do some drywalling. You know? I, was, I, a lot of DIY I was so excited because I'm such a huge Alan Ball fan, yeah. like American Beauty. Yeah. I own all the Six Feet Under. Mm-hmm. And then when I heard he was doing a vampire show, I was like, oh, wow, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. And then I mean, it's was, like a dream come true. A project. And just like cast and director, everything is really exciting. And, and, you know, we all talk about this and we sound like a broken record, but is just the nicest group of people, actors, crew, production staff. I just, I love them all. Yeah. And there's no divas and there's no any of that. We just get to hang out and have a good time. So. And sometimes be naked. <laughs> and sometimes be a little naked. I like it. I like it when Alan Ball says hi to me. That's really that makes my day. Whenever I see him, he goes, "Hey, Jack, yeah, all right. okay." Alan Ball <laughs> versus Gordon Ramsay. What happens? Oh. I know. It's all right, but you knew it was coming to this. Did he? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I called before. <laughs> mm, I don't know. They can both run the I marathon really together. They can they both run it. They, they can, can relay. Like you. Well, Gordon can run it. Gordon, by the way, had a great time for uh, Los Angeles. He did it in under four hours. Whoa. Oh, wow. yeah. He is great. fit. Crazy. Pretty incredible. Crazy. What is he? What's his aura in real life? <laughs> Super cool. Super, yeah, he was very cool. Um, I feel like he would sort of... Uh, he's so intimidating, and I think there's like this sexual undercurrent to everything. He's, he's got a lot of charisma. Yeah. You know, like he, yeah. he walked right up, and he shakes your hand. He goes, hey, of course, and there were cameras on him. He was like, whatever. I wanted Just to make out with him. Before. You know? I almost made out with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's You guys laid out your rules. Yeah. And then you broke a fruit. You just for fun. <laughs> My sister-in-law's boyfriend is uh, the chef at uh, MB Post in Manhattan Beach, and he was on an episode of uh, uh, Hell's Kitchen this past season oh. as like a reward challenge, and like he judged stuff, and then they went like the oh. winner got to go to his restaurant. Yeah. He cooked for them or whatever. So Deborah, you're a big Misty. You're a big yes, I am. I'm a C3K fan, and we sort of have that in common. Like I work with the Rift Tracks, I do mm-hmm. guest riffing with them, and so I know Kevin and, and Bill and Mike very well. Yeah, well, and actually, I am an old Misty where I'm like registered with the original fan club. Nice. Oh, so it's real. It's patch, legit. You know. I used to have sleepovers in high school with my friends like on Friday nights. <laughs> so that's when they aired them on Comedy mm-hmm. Central. We would watch the episodes late and stuff. night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were in the panel this year at comic-con that you snuck oh, right into you sneaky little lady that was just the best <laughs> yeah i was actually the one who suggested being joe non baker that, <laughs> that was mine when everybody That's got excellent everybody got so confused because every year they usually at the comic-con panel they'll do a thing where they ask people to come up and, and say they what movie sh- they, they switched want it up yeah. and everyone was confused yeah. so, so you usually walk up and say like you should riff super mario brothers right. because blah 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 and they do that 
And so everybody just lined up thinking that's what mm-hmm. it was. And I did that too. I was like, eh, I'll just say hi to him. Let's do this. And I'll suggest free Jack because they should riff that. <laughs> um, and then like, and I was like fifth or sixth in line. And the first like three the or four people changed. did not know what was going <laughs> on. Because then they, because they were like, no, no, no. Suge- like suggest a movie like, that doesn't really pitch exist. Pitch a new movie. Pitch yeah. a new movie. And why we would, would riff oh, that. that would have like, which, me which was kind of weird because it's like, okay, guys, you have 30 seconds to think of a whole plot of a movie that you, you know. Well, we then, can't really riff it anyways because yeah. it doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. And there were big prizes on the line. And I think yeah. that's literally got because a Coyote Ugly I did get a Coyote Ugly DVD. I think it's literally because every year they go through this and it's the same like couple movies right, like Dragon right, Wars right. won one year and like right, right, no, right. I don't think people really downloaded it that much. Like, oh. So I don't think they're like it. looking that forward mm-hmm. to like having something proposed that like they could spend a lot of time on and have like literally only a handful of yeah. online people like sense. download. No one's so. going to get upset about something that doesn't exist. Exactly. And so it was just funny to see all <laughs> these people. Unless it's Santa Claus that gets very emotional. To see all these people unraveling in this line because like <laughs> right. don't ask like these hardcore like Comic-Con nerds to improvise <laughs> a plot of a movie. I started sweating for you in that line when the rules changed. I was like, oh no, he was going to say Free Jack. I, I was like, what I'll, I'll, gonna I'll, do. Come up with, I'll come up with something. I know enough what about the show. What if you just said the plot of Free Jack? <laughs> <laughs> and give it a new name. Yeah. Trap Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 last year, last year we Free met James. them, and uh, I had a, I had a suggestion from of Legend. Remember that movie, Legend? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A Ridley Scott movie. And they seemed interested, but I don't think it ever. What's well, like people don't realize what a process it is to like write riffs for stuff I'm because sure. like people think they're like oh they just sit around and they like they goof mm. off no it's like very tightly scripted yeah. you got to come up with a joke like Tons every fifteen seconds mm-hmm. like, do you do it this mm-hmm. you and Janet do it the same way that they do it basically? yeah we actually initially started ghostwriting for them a little bit like um, Are you not even ghostwriting no like we got credit for it but like <laughs> they were looking for some writers because they yeah. were having to churn out stuff sure. so fast and yeah. it takes a long time to do so when you're talking like. 300 jokes? Yeah. More? It's a lot. More. And they had they they've done a couple events at my festival. That's how we knew them. And they so they wrote us saying, like, hey, if you know comics or people that might want to do this or if you guys want to take a shot at right. it. Yeah, and so they, they gave us a little test thing, which was, like, they had us each write uh, the same 20-minute section, which we did, uh, like, uh, separate from each other, yeah. of uh, the last 20 minutes of the Nicolas Cage remake of Wicker Man, which <laughs> is the most ridiculous thing. And which is, yeah. I think, a bestseller on it is. Track, it's, isn't it? It's, yeah, it totally yeah. is. So we each wrote it. And it was funny because then we both said, down with each other and like like did our wrist for each other and we're like occasionally had jokes that were very similar for the most part very different so then we got hired to write uh the very first harry potter movie mm-hmm. we wrote you like, wrote the harry potter movie we wrote the we wrote, we wrote <laughs> i thought jk the, rowling we was, did we oh. wrote the first thing <laughs> the riff cow. of the harry potter movie uh we wrote the like after 30 minutes we wrote 30 minutes till the end so uh-huh. we wrote like two hours of it and then somebody else wrote the first 30 minutes and then basically we wrote it for them like in the style that we would think that they would do it hmm. And um, then delivered it, and then they changed a few things here and there and wrote some more jokes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that was us, and then they were like, then started doing the Rift Tracks Presents thing, which is when they hired right, us on right. to like do our own stuff. And then our niches that we do like 80s movies for the most yeah. part, and that's kind of what we do. But it's funny because we write, in, what, in our minds, we're writing the same way that we would write for them. Well, I was going to ask, because like, I feel like I watched so much Mystery Science Theater growing up that it shaped my entire sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. The kinds of things that I find funny are directly When did you stumble onto it? Like, was it something your family liked? Or? Yeah, well, my, my family were always real big into just the old sci-fi movies. I yeah. own probably 25% of the movies they ripped just oh, man. Uh, by themselves. Just, yeah. <laughs> just enjoy them. Um, so I, we were big fans of that stuff. And then I think when we somehow stumbled onto this, I could probably through my cousins, I think, and it was like, oh, best of both worlds. Yeah. And I must have been, oh, maybe 
12, 11 or 12. So that's oh, man. early 90s. And that so is when everything is like beginning. forming what, yeah. what's going to be who yeah. you are as a person. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like, it definitely shaped a lot for me yeah. too. But like, it was funny because we wrote for basically what we write for them, for us. Right. Yeah. And, but people were like, they have such their own style. It's distinct. And I was huh. like, really, it's what I, it's not any different than I would write when I'm trying to write for them. But yeah. I guess it's just because our, like, our minds are different. So Everybody's our jokes brain are is different. different. But sure, like, sure. it definitely, like, I felt like, I felt like I'm writing for what I would. But there's like a cadence to the, I think there's style yeah. of humor that they have I mean, yeah. even like I, I will laugh the hardest at EJ's jokes when they're the closest to what a mystery science theater <laughs> note to EJ well I know I, I, I'm well aware of her love of mystery science theater so when we're watching TV I'm like hmm, oh my is this, god maybe I can I got a good one to slip like, in one, here one out of a hundred maybe she'll laugh like she'll laugh but, at then, I, but then I won't stop for five minutes right. oh like, that's the, a good the success the TV show has moved on and I'm still like yeah. dancing <laughs> if she loves the mystery science guys I mean Watching her watch one of those movies, <laughs> she just giggles the entire time. Even if she doesn't understand a reference or anything. <laughs> Think, but what's good is I'm like I could be I mean I could be that obsessed with like a Ryan Gosling or something like that but instead I'm obsessed with these like yeah. super cool like nerdy good humor choice. guys which is what you are yeah. so at least it's in your thank wheel. you yeah but that's, that's how much Did you she loves go those guys. to when they do those fathom events yeah yeah we went yeah. definitely we saw the Birdemic we saw Jack the Giant Killer uh, Birdemic was so oh my good gosh and we saw so Manos yeah I, did. I went to Manos. Manos I couldn't get to Birdemic unfortunately but like We're probably in the same theater probably this and yeah yeah I think so yep same place that's where I was and it's funny too. Because like I never know how those things are going to be attended, right. but they're usually pretty packed, which is like a great sign. Yeah. Well, those fans too. Like once you tap into that, it's another thing that the fan base is so yeah. diehard that like they'll know every reference possible and they won't miss things. Like, yeah. I mean, you can watch everybody interact on Twitter too. When in I a way bring that people, really... I mean, I brought eight people to Manos, and I even warned them because I was like, "This is hardcore fan. Like, this isn't quite." <laughs> You're coming in on a level right. seven here. <laughs> this is really. This is a Code tough red. movie. Well, Manos is like. I think it's the most classic of the MST episodes. Yeah. Like it's, it's like an essential. It's yeah, it's one that people look at and just go like because the movie itself is the worst thing. But sometimes I think that's hard. Like sometimes I'll introduce people on like a Joe Don Baker or something yeah. that's a right. little more Mitchell mainstream. Or yeah, or even or even like Return of the Creature or something where you could probably get into the story a little bit yeah, as little well as the palatable. jokes because Manos. Right is practically unwatchable without the riff. It is. I mean, it's like they drive around forever with nothing happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we have to pad the runtime on whatever this is. We have this stock footage of people driving around these desolate highways. Let's make a movie. (laughs) This is what we've got, buddy. Have you seen all the MSTs, like the old shows? I don't know if I've seen all of them. I've definitely seen a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I own, like, I don't own all the DVD sets, but I probably have, like, half of them. Well, do you know the cheesyflicks.com? Uh-uh. They all on there. Uh, yeah, you can get you can get essentially. Um, I don't know quite what you call it, but they're you know they're unlabeled discs, and they have permission to do this because mm-hmm. it's all the ones that aren't offered by Rhino. Nice. Oh wow! So you can't get them uh, at Amazon or anything like that, and they will burn you with the best fan copy out there of every single episode. So I do own every episode available. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't I believe I beat you, Cole. <laughs> I'm, I'm beat so you. happy Wait. someone beat Cole. <laughs> I, this I, is the best day. I, I you may pre-order. have the Torgo's pizza shirt on, but <laughs> I and I made my own covers for them. That's true. That's true. Nice. I, and I always pre-order the uh, the Rhino yeah. collections for her. They are better. She, they're in really good. Quality, yeah, they, they do. So. Pretty they extra features and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so cool. Every few months, we'll get a new one. Aww. Yeah. All right, let's love. do first. It's love. Okay. We're at that point. We're past that point. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so the first question, we do a different one of these every time. And since you've been running these marathons, my thought was, what was the first organized sport you can remember taking part in in your life? Uh, I first played 
I did like half a season of baseball when I was like six or five or something. Then I got into soccer for a few years. How'd it go? Good memories? Horrible. (laughs) I was mostly a goalie because I was not good at anything else. Uh, And then I, then I started getting bad at that, I think. And, uh, and then I just stopped exercising and playing sports. I think I went back to soccer a few years later and I don't even think I finished a season. <laughs> I was like, this isn't, this isn't what it used to be. Uh, and then that was it for me for sports. Goalie box feels bigger. I don't know like yeah, that. I've never, like, I've, never, I've never been a sports watcher yeah. or anything like that. I still don't understand. We're like, oh, the World Series just happened. Like, it did? I don't even understand. What yeah, means. my team got swept. Oh, oh no. no. See, I don't know what that means. Gotta go to the bathroom. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, how about Freed? Uh, probably swim team. Ooh, oh, yeah. like the movie? I don't know the movie. What? Is the swim team movie? <laughs> you know that team? movie? Swim oh, swim fan. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it was hopefully not at all like swim fan. That was the like stalker. You meant, you yeah. meant Team America. <laughs> that's, what that's, I mean. that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Did you do it as a little kid? Uh, yeah. It, it wasn't with my school or anything like yeah. that, but there was like the Eastern Athletic Club in Brooklyn and, you know, we'd trape through the freezing cold Ooh. winter and go to the pool and, uh, yeah, and we, we learned to swim when we were real little and then I did sort of the... I don't know, precinct swim team or whatever that is there. Did nice. you ever do any synchronized swimming? No, that was way beyond my starting a team. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite old Saturday Night Live sketches. Uh, best. Martin Short and Harry Shearer. So good. Hey, so good. You. So good. I know you. I know you. I know you. It's so good. How about you, Vanessa? Uh, ASO soccer in uh-huh. upstate New York. And Did you see ASO? Really? What? Yeah, ASO. What do you say? My brother did ASO. A-Y-S-O is what oh, we always said. Oh, well, we said ASO. ASO, yeah. Um, we just said time to pronounce each other. <laughs> I was so bad. I was, like, really tall, really chubby, and no interest in sports. And all the videos that, like, my little adorable friend that was good at soccer, her mom would video the games, and then, like, we would rewatch them. I'm the most annoying person. There's just like this chubby kid on the field that's just looking for video cameras, and I do all these gags. Like I whack myself in the head and then like stumble around, like while everybody else is playing. Soccer. That would make most soccer matches more watchable. Though, yeah. If there's more bits going on. Oh, it's so horrible. Particularly in like the defensive area. Yeah, where yeah exactly. Ever not, not much going on. Yeah. The worst thing was I was in the goal. I think they. I like when you said that. I was like, oh, that's why they made me goalie. Like I never even realized I was that bad, but they did make me goalie. And the and worst they, was they I. Go- definitely Put Block it with rest. your head. <laughs> no, use more of your head, please. Oh, I did. I just made a goal for it, like for the other team. The ball came and it was so scary because usually it didn't come to me. And I scuffled around with my feet and kicked it backwards right oh, into the goal. Perfect. Oh, no. I have, I have denied for that. Life, but you guys, yeah. that's what really happened. I oh, said God. some other contenders. So, so every time a sports conversation comes up here and you go to the bathroom, you're I'm just having memories going, flashbacks. Having a little cry. I'm having my homeland moment. Just there put my go. head against the wall. <laughs> what about you, Colin? Uh, I mean, I definitely played AYSO soccer. Uh, uh, I still don't know kid. what that means. What is AYSO? American Youth Soccer mm-hmm. Association. Oh, organization. Organization. Association. Maybe organization. Maybe I thought it would be AISA. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely did that, and I played, like, softball and baseball and t-ball and all mm-hmm. those things, so I don't know which one was, like, first. You're covering but, sports for the whole table. Yeah, <laughs> but I definitely, like, the, I, I played, like, halfback in soccer, which means you run the most. Okay. So, like, in offense, like, you're either, like, down here or in defense, you're down here. Halfback, you're kind of in between, running back and forth whenever it comes back and forth. And I think more parents, like, I think parents put their kids into soccer because they get home from school and, and then they run around sleep. for two hours yeah. and yeah. then they come home and they're like, Ugh. 
and do their yeah, homework and an idea go to bed. For my neighbor, perhaps <laughs> <laughs> that baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I definitely did a lot of those sports for a while, and then like then junior high happened. I was like, I'm going to do theater instead. That a boy. That was kind of like welcome back. Didn't have time to do both after school. <laughs> we missed you. your parents proud. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, we are. Uh, my dad's an actor, and uh, yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, so yeah, that was that. All right, uh, my question. This is a game. So this or that. This is really I stupid. I was shocked when I saw it. I don't even it. know if you put this together. I don't know where I come up with these sometimes. <laughs> uh, so the category for this, this or that is thrill ride or thrill ride protection. I'm going to give you a list of ten things that are either a real amusement park roller coaster or a brand model of condom. It's one or the other. <laughs> this or that. Vanessa left. Vanessa is peeing. Okay. Per the warning. So now we have, we have no help. Usually we give you I clues, but I guess that'll be my job. All right, so Vanessa it's either... Is crying about sports. It's either a, a thrill a ride. It's either a roller coaster or a condom brand. Okay. Okay. Would a roller coaster anywhere... Or specifically, they're specific. Six flags. They're specific. Well, they're from all over the world. Okay, okay. parts, but they are specifically that helps. real. <laughs> that helps real coasters. Uh, question one: Chameleon with a K. I'm I'm gonna say coaster. No, no, roller coaster. I'm going with roller okay. coaster. Uh, I thought you meant like a drink coaster. No, <laughs> it's, it is a coaster with... for a drink. They're giving out it. Uh, I'm going with a roller coaster. She's going coaster. He's going Final coaster. Answer. Chameleon is a condom. It's a condom. Yeah. They are famous for their <laughs> red, Wait white, up. and blue tricolored USA condom. And their wow. and their misspellings. Yes. <laughs> yes. USA. Uh, <laughs> number no, I'll, two. I'll do the next one. I'll do the next. One. No, you do the next. One. Titan. Oh, Titans. Uh, 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 this is a trick question. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a roller coaster of a penis. <laughs> Going through a tunnel that's a con, oh you get boy. latex all over your, yourself by the end of it. <laughs> you end at in Safe Sex World in Sarasota, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is a coaster. It's, a coaster. Uh, it's in Six Flags in Arlington, Texas. It's one of the fastest steel coasters in the world. Yeah, awesome. it is. Nice. Very cool. Nice. Number three, Magnum XL 200. Oh, that's what I wear. So. <laughs> it's I have a to go with condom. <laughs> what do I mean? It's actually a coaster. Oh my god! There's a brand of condom at called the adult, Magnum. At the adult amusement park, yeah. there is a there is a brand of condom called Magnum. But uh-huh. the Magnum XL 200, XL 200. is a coaster at Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. In the, Cedar Point, it's the first complete circuit roller coaster over 200 feet. Why I did mean, they call it that? I don't know. XL, like that wasn't. Yeah, that's XL yeah. 200. Is there any chance they're sponsored sort of by Sort of redundant, too. <laughs> I think there's a big chance. I believe it was me saying that one that gave me the idea of like mm-hmm. condom or coaster. Right, so there right. you go. Uh, number four, Steel Dragon 2000. <laughs> is this my turn? Steel Dragon 2000. I mean, we're, we're so far they're all coasters, right? Could so. con- are condoms made of steel? I don't know. So far there's <laughs> been one condom and two coasters. Two coasters. All right, so I'm going with the uh, odds. And I'm saying uh, condoms. This is why you don't gamble. It's a coaster. <laughs> it's at Nagashima Spa Land in Japan. It is Love the it tallest. Uh, it was the tallest between 2000 and 2003. It is no longer the tallest. Uh, number five, cling tight. And it's K-L-I-N-G. Oh, I this is hope a trick. to God it's a condom. This is a trick. It is a condom. Okay. Famous for their natural lamb latex-free condoms. Mom, I rode the cling tight today. I don't think so. I'm clinging tight for my life. <laughs> for the safety of the... Uh. Number six, Colossus. 
Oh, that's a coaster. That's a coaster. It is. And the wooden an coaster. X-Men character. And, and an X-Men character. <laughs> you get a bonus point. <laughs> Victor. I don't remember his last name, but Victor is his first name. <laughs> is Victor his first name? I believe it is. I used to Uh-oh. read X-Men pretty religiously. Face oh, oh, He's a Russian. Yes. He's a Russian. Uh, number seven, Big Dom. Big Dom? That's a condom. <laughs> Big Dom is a condom. <laughs> it's made by Cupid. Other models include Green Love, High Life, and Black Cobra. Ooh. Mm. I'm wearing all these condoms right now. <laughs> As we speak. Layers are always... I mean, the Black fall, Cobra's overkill. You know? Hey, kids. <laughs> Multiple condoms. Number eight, Dragon Con. Like Shaka Con K. Wait, you didn't think oh. condom. No. It's a coaster. Coaster. In Port Aventura in Spain is the tallest vertical loops, or has tall vertical loops. I don't know. I didn't measure them. Uh, like, number nine. I like the research you did. For I you. did. Yeah, I did a lot impressive. of research, you guys. I had to try all these condoms out, make sure they're real. Ew. While I was on a coaster. You accidentally put a few coasters on I had to travel around the world to good. make sure that they were indeed coasters, take photos. Uh, number nine, Atlas. Mm, I don't know. I mean, how many different condoms are they? I don't know if this, I feel like this is making us seem prudish and not exciting. No, I think nobody would know. You, you guys just do it well, raw. That's what's up. If Trojan Atlas or Lifestyles free- sounded like a roller coaster, <laughs> it'd be in here. I'm going to say Atlas is a condom because it sounds like a Greek guy, like it's a Greek yeah. god, right? It is a condom. Woo. The package shows Atlas go. holding up the, the globe. Oh, because having sex Big is ball. such that's a right. responsibility. That's right. Oh, what a drag. <laughs> Put me on. Holding up the world. With all those kids you populated it with because you won't wear me. Uh, Alright, I'll sleep with you. <laughs> My abs. And finally, number 10, Texas Giant. Coaster. I'm going with coaster too. We'll it is a coaster. Woo, Six Flags in Texas, tallest strong. steel hybrid coaster in the world. Nice hybrid coaster. Though that should be a condom, shouldn't it? I'm going to slap on a Texas giant. <laughs> yeah, giant. I'm a Texas giant. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just too invasive. Um, okay, it's time for my questions. Check These out are my different. oil driller. No, I'm going to drill for some oil. That's my not a nice one. way to this talk is, about I mean, a vagina. There will be. We blood. need like Wait, condom what? namers. You all need a new job. Oh yeah. No, I'll do you it. Really. You're on to uh, something yeah. here, boy. Uh, like uh, an executive talent. condom oil think tank where they're all around. Definitely. <laughs> Guys, we got a new condom. What are we going to call it? What are we going to do? The yeah. Sneaky Mole. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Sneaky Mole? That's what I'd name one. All right. <laughs> the Colvin Likes to go inside and get away. Okay. Get, get, go inside and get I away? I got a Sneaky Mole in my wallet. <laughs> it's, the, it's called the One Nighter. The One Night Stand. <laughs> Yuck. Okay, next question. <laughs> have you guys ever met an Olsen twin? I have. <laughs> oh, I, have. I was hoping. Why? Which one did you meet? What um, was the situation? They, they She's in a... the 2% of our <laughs> podcast guests. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had a jeans, a jeans line. And I guess, oh, oh, my publicist represents, I think, them. <sighs> Maybe I'm spreading lies right now. But I think that was, and I think I got invited because of that. And I went and I got to shake one of their hands. Oh, was it so tiny you didn't want to break it? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, at the time they were still at the time they were still babies. <laughs> Little bitty baby hands. Oh, they make nice clothes too. They do. They make very nice clothes. Ooh. They were very generous. The one I met was very generous. I have a, I have a Olsen. <laughs> I sort of have a weird Olsen twin story. Okay, Does this work. Okay. Yes. Um, so <laughs> Does I, it ever? Uh, I got a job. This guy I knew got me a job on what's that island? Catalina Island, mm-hmm. cooking for this. 
guy who's the who used to be the manager of the Olsen twins. So this guy is like a multi multi millionaire, maybe a billionaire. And so we were on his yacht. We were staying on his yacht, so and then so and then working. We were going to work <laughs> at at this country club, helping him make dinner for all these people. Um, so and I was getting paid for it and everything. So, but the guy is super weird, and uh, he's super. What weird. brand of weird? Like. He, Atlas. He's bald. <laughs> he's bald, but he got hair plugs put in. But I, but he, I guess he changed his mind. Oh no! Uh, early on, sounds really so horrible. he only has like a, a strand. Oh like a, no! A row, a row oh, right. This is a George Costanza kind he's of. He's got story. right in front. <laughs> No. One row of hair plugs, and then the rest is bald back there. But he's really weird. He, I don't think he said hi to me or he looked at me or talked to me or anything like that. Like what did you cook for him? And we're, and <laughs> I, the one. I don't remember. I was the head chef. I was just like uh, helping out and you know prepping and chopping, suing it up, suing it up, <laughs> and um, and it was just. And we're staying on this yacht. It's a beautiful yacht, but it wasn't so big where. You never saw each other. It's like we'd see each other, and he's reading the paper, and I'm just like, "Hey, it's so awkward, so awkward, so awkward." So that's my Olsen twin story. I'm glad I wasn't there. It sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, this is the next question. Okay, if you guys had to compete in a cooking show, a decorating show, or a home improvement show, what would you pick? And what do you think your big focus would be? Like, I want to do this room. I want to do this meal. Do we well, have to pick the same thing? Do we have no. to be good at these okay. things? I, I mean, you can play the game however you want to play. All it's right, like so Survivor. You say those categories Johnny Fair again. Play. Um, you can cooking. be in a beer cooking, decorating, or home improvement. Mm. And then, like, what would you do that would win you the show or be oh miserable? Oh, my God. Deborah could start. I know what she's going to pick. Well, a home improvement show of some Naturally. It's too much. It's I'm sorry. Air. Yeah, no, no, there. There's a lot of stuff I would do. Um, maybe like a this old house or something because I I do I like very much taking you know homes that have sort of seen wear for yeah. many many years and taking them back to their former glory. Ooh. Like I just finished shooting a small film in this kind of amazing old haunted house in <gasps> Pasadena, Altadena. And uh, But so many film crews have gone through it and done all of their changes to it. So there are these weird paintings on the walls and the floor has been covered with weird carpets and all kinds of stuff. But you can see that the bones, the bones are, are just amazing. Nice. Like this big old mansion from when it was a ranch, you know? Do you have like exact imaginations of what you would do? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would sit there while they were lighting and be like, okay, I would just get rid of that wall because that <laughs> was definitely that not there before, you know? And like, I had all kinds piece. of things. Oh. You should so do a cool. show called This New House where they take this brand new house <laughs> and they just knock, they replace it with like older models of things. Better, much, you know, I, yeah. You gotta go there. It's a good show. It's a good show. That's a challenge right there. <laughs> I'm interested. What would you do? Did you come up with um, Well, I'm not good at any of those, but I, I do watch more cooking shows, so mm-hmm. I'd probably go for the cooking show um, and I'd make a Twinkie. No. Hey, there's a, a twinkie. there's a hole in the market, market right now. I know. <laughs> this is That's a the twinkie ceviche. Maybe the, oh. maybe the Iron Chef uh, secret ingredient is Twinkie. Yeah. Twinkie. Yeah, some sort twinkie. of winning <laughs> against Mario Batali. Are you not a Mario Batali fan? Or you no, are? Fuck that guy. Yeah, I'm right? Just joking. <laughs> uh, no, I, I want to try his restaurant. I know he's got a couple here in LA. Yeah, Mozart. Yeah, Mozart's great. Austria. Yeah. Okay, next question, you guys. You've angered a wizard. And, of course. Yep. 
Duh. Okay. And you have to choose between... His name is Mario Batali. <laughs> You've angered Mario Batali wearing a velvet robe. <laughs> and he's going to punish you one of these two ways, but you get to pick which one. Uh, you get to have your complete dream home, whatever it may be, anywhere in the world, paid off, but you have to swim through sharky water to get there every day. But it's perfect once you're there. <laughs> if you survive, your place it's is great. really nice. I think I'm going for choice two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or you live in a shed that's 10 square feet, but it's very convenient. Oh, shed. But you're alive. Yeah, no sharks. <laughs> I'm going with shed. I'm a tiny house movement girl. Yeah. Oh, you are? I am. I subscribe to the Tiny House newsletter. Like that. Yes. They're so amazing. They're amazing. And the whole philosophy about it. it, I'm totally oh. into it. I really want one. EJ's really angry at me because he thinks I'm going to make him live in a doghouse. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, uh, he's I'm he's six three. So. Half bedroom, half bath. Yeah, yeah. they're so and tiny and so efficient. I love it. I just don't know how you would get rid of everything. Like I see, I'm on a mission. I want to get Is rid it of happening? everything. Is it happening? Because you're in my stuff. Well, stuff. what about all your DVD? Your DVDs alone, like you have things. We have lots. What are you going to do? Well, but I, I mean, I'm not a big DVD watcher. I mean, we have a lot, but I don't really they're watch more of a much collection. of them. I yeah. like collecting. I'm, I'm not a collector, but EJ is, so he needs he, he needs, needs another time for just playing. I've got comic books. I mean, one of those houses alone wouldn't Oh no. How's my comic books? This is um, not practical for him. Yeah, this is not <laughs> no, it is not. And I'm, t- and I'm six three, yeah. so I don't. I don't know. Well, they're not like little people houses. They're basically. But he's. Are. But he. Yeah, he takes you would up be space cramped. And he feels cramped. You would feel. Yeah. Cramped. I don't. I don't want to live in a tiny house, but I, like as tiny as those are. Right. But I one. I, I would like to build one. I think it could be oh, really. Yeah. Cool. I feel like, like I could punch my legs out of the bottom and my arms out the side and now it's a, it's a house I'm just saying, I would like to apply apply the tiny house philosophy to the rest of our life. I feel kind of sick about it because I want to have a tiny house like in the back of my big yard of my regular house. <laughs> like, isn't this fun? That's the thing now. Is like, I have like 2,000 DVDs and yeah. these wow. stuff, but now I'm starting to realize like if the, these still have a little bit of a resale value now, mm-hmm. but they're going to, every year that passes, they're going to get less and less of that. So it's like if I, if, if, if one day I'm going to decide like I just have all this stuff electronically yeah. now, like do I really need to have a physical copy of Captain if, Ron? If Probably you, not. If mm-hmm. you want to donate it to me. Uh, I do, I do eBay for my foundation and, Mm -hmm. uh, and I get, I actually get money for well, these old say, If DVDs you can find a famous person to sign headshots oh, yeah. and sell yeah, them with them, Deb, you can Deb get 20 headshots. bucks for a VHS. That's nice. Do you have <laughs> on your website a way for people to submit things yeah. at a good auction? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's the there's a link to the uh, eBay auction. And if, if people But really, if they have if goods. They want, yeah. If, I mean, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we can accept stuff, sure. Yeah. Sure. Make some dollars. Yeah. Figure something like that out. Yeah. I, I accept comic books. <laughs> Wait, is this just you personally? <laughs> I'm a side. I accept the following backing. Expense <laughs> you 57. Everything first appearance signed cable. by Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> we'll take. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's happened a couple of times. Some people have mm-hmm. given us some some things to donate. and uh, Or if, you, if you run your own auction and want to donate the proceeds. Yeah. That's you, awesome. You could connect, uh, connect the Corridoremia Foundation on eBay. It's, mm-hmm. on, it's connected, so it'll go to the... It'll go right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Nice. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I'm really surprised nobody wanted the Sharky Waterhouse. Sharks don't well, kill that many people in the course of a year. I want the house. I don't want the dying sharks. to get there part. Well, it's just Especially that I think sharks. sharks have a bad rap. No, they don't. They have an appropriate rap. <laughs> it's okay. right. It's a pretty dead-on rap for sharks. <laughs> I mean, so vending are these machines. docile sharks? It's just regular, but if, you don't, if you're not <laughs> bleeding in the sharks. water. It's, it's just your average Joe shark. shark. 
Just trying to make a living. I think vending machines falling on people kill more people than sharks. I think you're well, wrong. Hippos kill more people by well, which, far. Which may be yes. true, but I also feel like the odds of... I mean, I don't swim yeah. in shark-infested waters every day. But you don't push a lot of vending machines every day either. Yeah. Well... Don't tempt fate, everyone. Okay, next question. <laughs> oh, this is just for you. How, on a scale of one to ten, how glad are you that EJ doesn't dress like a fangbanger? Hoyt's eyeliner is out of control. <laughs> the guy liner? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were all about that for a while. In private. Um, pretty pretty good. EJ, you know, EJ's right in my my type, you know. He's so not a fangbanger. I think that's good. a great thing. Yeah, he's... No he's, neckerchief. No, no neckerchief. Today, no at least. Makeup. It's too um, hot. It's too hot for a neckerchief. <laughs> He hasn't put greasy stuff in his hair or anything like that, so that's good. You're doing really well. Yeah. Okay, this is the last question, guys. Hmm, I forgot I wrote that. Uh, if you, <laughs> good on you. Good on you, V. Interesting. <laughs> if you were to host any cast reunion with, uh, weekend getaway from any TV show, and it could be just hoping, assuming most of the cast is still alive, mm, um, at your, you don't have to host it at your house. You can host mm. it anywhere you want. But basically, you get to put on a... The reunion for a whole weekend, and what cast would you want to have the reunion with, and what would the main centerpiece event be? Like, we're going bowling. That's not a very good one. But <laughs> yeah, nothing better than reuniting the cast of some TV show and playing. <laughs> the cast. Oh, you want to start? No, no, you could go for it. Oh uh, well, uh, this is this is a interesting one. Right. I I mean. One of my all-time favorite shows is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh. So I would I would love to have like the cast and Joss Whedon hanging out. Everybody's I mean, done well too. It's going to yes. be they're going to be a lot to talk about in that reunion. But my all-time from childhood hero to this day is Michael J. Fox. <gasps> so yeah, I, I'm thinking yeah. if, I could, if I could do Buffy the Vampire with special appearance by Michael <laughs> Wait J. A Fox. Minute. That's just not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> it would make my life because, uh, oh. oh, my God. <laughs> what, do you, what would you like to take everybody to do? And Michael J. Fox can come. I'm feeling oh, very generous. Very generous <laughs> with your fake questions. <laughs> I want to hang out. I don't want to, like... Bowling's pretty good because you can still like ch- talk and have fun. Nachos. Oh, and he's fun. going with bowling. He's going. But, you guys are I'm going bowling. Going, no, no. I, maybe, maybe like what's that? What's that place? Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck and no. Busters. No. Oh, Dave and yeah, Busters. Dave and Busters. Dave and Bu- maybe yeah, Dave and bumper Busters. Bumper cars and wine. Yeah, everybody can choose their own adventure at Dave and Busters too. I like the idea of like Something. just going and having a couple of drinks and some food, hanging out. And we could get you a little, and Buffy whacking them all. Oh, oh, you know what might be fun? Uh, maybe an amusement park. Yeah. Yeah, it would feel a little park. weird to me, like, to, <laughs> like oh, I'm taking the kids in the hall to Buffalo Wild Wings. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's a good segue for mine, because the mystery science scares aren't really broken up, so I feel yeah. like there's no reunion there. I would go with News Radio. Oh, good love, choice. I love, love that show. Phil Hartman, yeah, it has to be there, because wow, be this is my fantasy. It can be arranged. Yeah, we can. I mean, and then Crazy Andy Dick. What's he going to do? You're going to regret this choice, actually. Misplace his invitation, <laughs> and I want to. I want to invite James Con to come too because his was the best oh, news radio oh, episode. Man, so that's that a, episode. what are you guys going to do together? Even John oh, oh, I don't know. I'm run a radio sorry. station? Can we oh, that's just, fine. just do that? Radio station reunion party. Have like we have to literally run this station for a couple of years. You guys, I think it'd be kind of great. <laughs> that's like everybody comes and they're really excited, and then the doors all lock. Lock. Get to order, guys. We have to be in the air. Serious. We need to formulate some playlists. Nothing is plugged in. Maybe I'll have the Buffy cast read episodes of Family Ties. Whoa. Oh, boy. Staged readings of Family That's Ties. That's hitting a lot of levels. Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to feel good at the end of that weekend. <laughs> <You're> crazy. 
pretty crazy. It's hard to go on after that, though. It mm. is. <laughs> Life highs. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah thank you so uh, much. Everybody, go to ejscott.com. Please. Uh, it's a great cause. And there's a million ways you can get involved, from supporting things individually, to bidding mm-hmm. on yeah. things, to just spreading awareness. Because not many people know about it. So. Yeah, I mean, re- even simple retweets and repostings. Which are done through Twitter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, Which they uh, should follow you both on, because yes. you're both on the tweeters. Yay. Exactly. Uh, My, mine is run by a webmaster. We just want to be real, like, clear about that. I totally, po- you know, give them things to post and yeah. tell them what to do there, but uh, just so they know. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, um, yeah, and there's donation buttons on my mm-hmm. website, Easy PayPal. If you want to donate to my, I'm still about $50,000 behind on my goal for the year. So, uh, bring them on and so yeah, no, I don't want to, I don't want to go to any more marathons. <laughs> Do it for me. Please donate. <laughs> Although I'm going to Vegas. Maybe I'll just bet it all. Oh, yeah, that's oh, a great oh, idea. No. But all, that makes Hold sense, on. right? Rain man. This makes sense. <laughs> I raised zero dollars. Thanks. Well, snipes always bet on black. <laughs> the red came up. <laughs> I'm glad you're in jail. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for coming. Please uh, follow us on Twitter as well. I'm at Colstrad. I'm at Vanessa Rackham. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.